You got the chill. This is Eleanor, founder of Crypto Canal and marketing manager at Peaceful Warrior. Hello, this is Emily, CMO and co-founder at Peaceful Warrior and head of marketing at Honest Cash. And I'm C. Edward Kelso, editor-in-chief out at Coinspice.io. I have the pleasure of introducing the inaugural episode of Coinspice and Chill. It's a podcast bringing together Eleanor Blanc of the Crypto Canal fame. She's put on hackathons. Uh, she's very well known in the developer community. And Emily Rose Delara. She is a marketing guru out at Peaceful Warrior. And of course, myself are all going to come together, you know, periodically and try to, I don't know, discuss some of the issues from a human point of view that are going on in the crypto space. Uh, between the three of us, I think we kind of come to some interesting ideas. We're extremely different people, and I find the two of them hilarious to talk to. Uh, they're extremely insightful. They travel the world. Uh, they know everybody in the space and are extremely literate. So I, I learn a ton. So this is very selfish for me. I get a chance to uh, talk to these two uh, regularly. I hope it's going to be fun for you, too, as a listener, and, and I think you, you are going to like it. Uh, this was our first episode, our first crack at it. Uh, the English voice, the, the UK voice you're going to hear, is Emily Rose Delar of Peaceful Warrior. And she gets a little louder as it goes on, but the softer uh, female voice is Eleanor Blanc of Crypto Canal. Um, uh, and of course, you know me, uh, or you can ferret out who I am in, in the, uh, the episode anyway. Um, the basic idea being that between the three of us, we can cover a great deal of the space. Hopefully, you know, kind of take all the highfalutin language and some of the technical jargon and push it down into biteable, easy chunks um, to help everybody better understand what it is that we're doing as as we're learning uh, along along with you guys. So I really like this episode. We concentrated on booth babes, uh, which is something we've you know been talking about. Uh, within the space for a while now, and we were prompted more recently by Andreas Antonopoulos' call, uh, his contractual call, uh, to ban booth babes and uh, basically using women as decorations in uh, in crypto uh, crypto conferences. I find it a fascinating discussion. I don't think it's going to be as typical as you might expect at first. Uh, we go into a lot of different areas, and everybody here is open to changing their mind, uh, which is the most important part. Of, of any discussion no one is a rigid you know has one rigid way we all have points of view but we're all willing to to consider each other so without any further ado i'm going to give you the first episode of coin spice and chill thanks again for listening andreas antonopoulos uh he is a crypto luminary uh par excellence an author uh coveted speaker a perennial guest on the uh on the conference circuit Everybody seeks him out. He posted recently um, his objection to booth babes, and he actually has it as part of his contract, his speaking contract, that he will not um, attend, and that if uh, if a conference uses booth babes in connection with something he uh, he attends, they will actually be in violation of uh, of their agreement with him, and it sparked a giant conversation um, about using sex and marketing sex and crypto, women in crypto, and I have, you know, I have two experts on both of those subjects. <laughs> so it's, it's rare that you get a chance to do that. 
And as a guy, I, of course, mansplain everything. And just to put my thing right out there, I love women, naked women, and every degree within that possibility. And so to be at a conference and be around a bunch of unfuckable white guys who are just standing around going, hey, man, you listen to the sea tour and we've got this whole op return. Okay. And I got a chance to look at three smoking hot honeys over there with Bitcoin Cash t-shirts. I'm going to that booth. So I get it. But there's another dynamic, right? There's, there's something that I'm, I'm missing. Yeah, you are. <laughs> but I mean, there's nothing that you're really missing because you are the absolute uh, group target. Mm -hmm. like, uh, mm -hmm. you, are the, you are the guy that these booths are trying to attract. So it's fine that, you, that it, you, know, you can go and mansplain everything, but it's normal that you are... Um, attracted to the booth and that you think that the booth babes are going to say other things and talk about CTOR or the nice upgrade. So. <laughs> which yeah. which I'm, I'm pretty sure they, they won't, but I hope I, one day they will, but. One they, day they will prove you different. But, like, yeah. but these girls are not hired for that. These girls are exactly. not hired to talk about CTOR and the next upgrade. So. It would be, it would be so fun though, if they just, if they started talking about that though, you'd be like, oh, you're different. Like, when I go to um, conferences and there is booth babes, um, number one, women are extremely attractive. I like, I like attractive women. Um, however, very attractive women who are stood by a booth that I might want the information about. So, for example, I go to a certain company's booth and they've got really beautiful women. Um, and, and if I was a completely straight woman... I'd be like, oh, I'm not sure I'm going to go to that booth. They're really pretty women over there. Even though I really need the information of their CEO or whatever, and I need to be connected with them, I'm not sure I'm going to approach them. That is something I have never, I, I, it's so obvious that I, I, have, I have not thought of it. That's a, that's a really good point. And so are, are, you, are, are either one of you offended by, by the booth babe idea just as, as a rule? Yes. Super. Are you willing? Yes. Because so, so tell us, give, give us a little bit of why. So first of all, uh, I don't agree with everything that Andreas Antonopoulos says, but I have been inspired by his talks and by the content that he's been putting out there for years. So first of all, yay to that man, even though the whole, <laughs> there's things now that we don't agree on, but that's fine. Uh, and I think it's really bold from him to put this in his contract. I didn't know about this. And I just think. I found that interesting. Wow, that's a pretty strong stance for someone who's being courted to speak everywhere. So I think someone like him can actually have a huge influence in our space. And for him to take such a strong stance against booth babes is actually really, I think, inspiring. Um, why do I not like booth babes? Um, well, just from personal experience, I've been to a, a number of events and conferences. And the moment you have booth babes, you lose all credibility. Booth babes are a wonderful, it's like, it's like, I don't know, it's, it's like honey for like bees or something. It's, <laughs> I mean, yeah. really, like if you're doing an ICO and your goal is just like to sell a maximum of tokens and guys, it's pre-pre-sale and it's this really beautiful hot woman telling you that you need to get into this really fast. You're like, oh my God, yes. But, <laughs> Love but, all my money. <laughs> course I'm going to throw money at you like you're beautiful and you're you're saying great things but for me the problem is it's, it's using something well, first of all how old is this like I thought this was 2019 so I thought you know we could have better marketing today and it's just like 
so cliche. It's just like, okay, crypto is a male-based industry. We're like the car industry or like the gaming industry. So we do the same thing. So we bring it booth-based because that's what people have been seeing in other industries. So why not? And it's, it sells well, right? Or at least. But the trend is now, I think, I, I, uh, hopefully, I think is, is changing. And people are now speaking out and saying, hey, these sexist uh, marketing, you know, marketing uh, stunts are just not worth it anymore. And if our industry is to grow and more of a, I don't know, a more with an industry with more, more credibility and that can be taken seriously, then Booth Babes should, you know, should not be there anymore. That's yeah. that's really really interesting. Um, and is there is there maybe could could these booth babes be kind of canary in the mine shaft? So in other words, um, I, I'm not sure how I feel about a blanket ban on them and who would police it and what would be a violation of. And I don't want to make this about Andreas. Um, and you were right to to separate out all that uh, and and bring it into the to the actual substance, but. I'm not sure, how, like, what constitutes. I, this is going to sound really stupid, and again, because I'm a man, and I've already told you, I want to see it anyway. Um, but how do you determine which is a booth babe and which is who's going to police it uh, on the practical? So it sounds really great, like in the abstract, right? We're all going to be better people, and you know, everybody at at, at a booth is going to have a certain level of of crypto literacy, but. I, I wonder how would, what would Andreas, again, I, I'm separating, I'm just using him as, as a metaphor. What, what would Andreas consider, do you think, a violation of his contract? I think, I think it would be a lack of literacy in crypto or in the industry in general. So, for example, I walk over to a booth and I want information on a, a blockchain of some kind. And these girls look beautiful. They've got the t-shirts on. You think that they are advocates for the brand. And then they say, oh, i um, not sure, but I can set you up a wallet because I've been shown how to do that. Um, and then I'll point you towards the website. So it's like, if you're wanting real information, you need to be able to, well, I don't know how you do it. I don't know how you govern it. But uh -huh. you need to prove that these people know what they're talking about. And they are employees and they are there to help, help boost your business and promote your business rather than attract um unwanted attention hmm. i don't know how they govern it though yeah and th that's where i stuck because uh, i'm a father i, I was raised uh, a father of daughters i should say um i was raised by a woman and um some of my best friends are women i'm joking um so i too have even though i i love women and and them being progressively naked as as the day goes on it's still I, I understand, like, if I was hanging out with you two and um, Eleanor has way more experience in the space than I do, she certainly does in terms of um, the dev community and, and putting on a, a hackathon. I've never done that. Um, you know, and to, to hang out with her at a conference and then we're walking by these these bikini babes, I, I would be slightly embarrassed for her. Like, like in other words, I, I, I could see that if she just kind of goes, damn, you know, like I've been working so hard. To, people will come to me and, and talk to me about this issue. And now, you know, I can't compete. Not that she couldn't compete looks wise, yeah. but immediately she can't, she's not going to attract any attention because, you know, she's there on a professional capacity and she's not walking around in high heels and a, and a string bikini. So yeah, that's true. Um, like, see, I have kind of a, a different stance on it than Ellie. Um, I don't think, I don't think that they need to be banned. They just need to have a level of literacy. Like, what, what's the point otherwise? The point, like, all they're doing right now is attracting 
a male audience or a female female if they're into the females audience and um it's just it's a bit contradictory of what we're trying to achieve right now yeah because my like i i agree like um I mean, what is the space? What are we trying to achieve? And I, I think that with booth base, we, we lose credibility, whereas we put so much work and effort into showcasing a credible, serious industry. Hmm. And that's what, that's what I'm conscious about. And like okay. financial industry, we should be, huh? we're a financial industry at the end of the day. Exactly. And if you go to like a, a service financial providers conference, they're not walking hmm. around naked, like no one. We, we are, the people are trusting us to kind of be behind the future of their money. So like, what have booth babes got to do with the future of their money? And why, why should they trust us? So, so. I, yeah, I think that booth babes might be of the past a little bit. They might be for like the whole ICO craze where no one yeah. gave, sorry, they didn't care. <laughs> they didn't care about which <laughs> they were using, which consensus algorithm they were doing. They didn't care. People didn't care. They were just like, wow, you know, I don't know, the next ICO to legalize marijuana and yay. And, you know, and if it's given to you by a pretty girl, then why not? But, but I feel like our, our, our space is growing. And first of all, people are not calling for ICOs anymore and, or less. Um, and I think that booth babes are just, they, it worked during the hype, basically. And now that we're in the bear market and we're looking at the details and we're looking at the development and of each project and we're like really you know keeping track on those who are still there and who are still working they want to showcase their work if you have nothing to showcase but pretty girls then that's a red flag for me if you're at a you paid money to be at a conference i know how much it costs it's quite expensive to have a booth to print everything to have your staff there everything if the only thing you can showcase are booth babes it shows that you don't have content mm -hmm. yeah that's i agree and it's also about how you value yourself as a business. Like by having booth babes, you're kind of depreciating the value in yourself. What, yeah. what do you think on that? Is that quite a controversial thing to say? No, that's uh, you know, th I guess that is kind of my larger point. So, <clears throat> I, I, me personally, I, I don't want a conference to be policed in that manner. But then again, it's not my conference, and you know, there's so many moving parts. Um, I'd rather have it be that you allow the businesses to express themselves in the marketing manner in which in which they they desire because I think that tells me everything. So uh, just as Eleanor said, and just as 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 you um, uh, Emily um, piggybacked on, I now I know. Okay, so you're the dirtbag with the with the booth babes. <laughs> um, you know what I mean? Like I I know that you know obviously you lack substance, so I'm gonna go somewhere else. Um, but then again, you know we're we're in a very crowded space, so I'm gonna try to steal woman then, if if you will, uh, steal man the the booth babe argument. Um, we're in a very crowded space. Uh, you need to differentiate yourself. Um, you do know that most of the people attending will be men and you do know what men like generally, you know, I stereotypically. Um, and so a pretty normally younger, you know, woman um, standing at your booth, handing out stuff is, 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 you know, really not something we can fight. I mean, <laughs> it's from time immemorial. Uh, everybody loves a beautiful woman. So um, 
on, on that end, I, I would I would kind of rather let a thousand flowers bloom, and then you know let the market decide. So your your business, uh, just just to even take it one step further, which really has kind of nothing to do with this, um, in in a roundabout way. But we have a a billionaire, a very famous billionaire in the space, um, who is uh, who sets himself up as a playboy. And so he goes around and, and travels the world and, and likes to ski behind boats and be on islands and all sorts of great stuff. And he, and he fancies himself taking pictures alone, draped in, uh, in, in females. And I'm, 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 I'm kind of veering from the, 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 the tag woman here. Um, they, <laughs> they are increasingly looking younger and younger and younger as he gets older and older and older. And it's I would rather have him post those pictures and tell me more about himself that way than than him hide behind virtue signaling and put up a picture of him and uh and a a, a woman in a, in a in a you know in a power suit standing there because one's a lie and one's the truth and one's a lie that's telling the greater truth. I don't, does that, does any of this make any sense? That's interesting. Yeah. That's a really interesting stance on it actually. And people yeah. are, people are piling on this dude. I mean, he, yeah. he, he just went on Twitter and posted a ridiculously awful picture of himself. Yeah, uh, awesome. with, with, that's his choice. That's his complete freedom to do whatever he wants and how he right. wants to. Uh, presents himself on social media like yeah. that's that's true that is true but then that leads to a different point okay this leads to a, a oh my god we have opened a kind of worms here guys so okay he can showcase himself in that way right and he can also have his professional um uh, appeal right so he can be mm -hmm. he can show himself professionally he can show himself on social media because he's got the freedom to do that okay but is that detrimental to his professional brand or there not? Judge him on that. that. That's what it comes down to at the end. And we've been having this, this discussion previously, um, and it all comes down again to women. So, for example, I might want to wear a bikini and a crop top, and I know about crypto. Not I don't know everything, but I know if you ask me a question, I'll probably be able to answer it. Um, and I, you can put me on a booze, and I'll be able to challenge people, and I'll be able to showcase a brand. If I have a bikini, bikini on and a crop top, does that mean I, am, I have less value in myself, even if I can answer all those questions? Um, and could you compare me to a booze girl? Like, would you still think of me in, a, in the same way as a booze girl if I could answer your questions? Like, would you still criticize me in the same way that we criticize booze girls? It's kind of like, I've just swung this back around again, sorry guys, but it kind of comes back down to that. And like, no, no, it's, 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 it really is the point that I'm, I'm trying to get at. So we have, we have a, a gentleman who's associated with a, a billion dollar crypto project and on the same account of which he's posting all these wonderful things about a coin he's, he's associated with and all the advances they're making in the tech. And there are lots of people who have joined him in the effort to bring about the one true blockchain to rule them all. And then he posts this stuff. To me, it goes to the heart of his judgment. 
It goes to the heart of his decision making. And now the market is coming in. Now there's a lot of brigading. There's, you know, there's obviously people will hate on him because he has a point of view and, and they, and they hate him for other reasons, but I would rather that be, be out there. But your point is, is very, very well taken. So what, what do we say about the, the Eleanor's uh, the Eleanor's, the Emily's of the world um, who can do both, who can, who can flash the bikini and, um, Emily, that's a really good question, actually. I was really like, oh, gosh, how do I step out of the sticky one? Because, like, indeed, like, but I know you, you know, like, I work with you. So, like, if you go and step out on a booth and you're, like, in your swimming suit or whatever, I know that it's you. So, I guess I would not judge you on, on that level. I'd be like, okay, it's M, And she, and I know that you, I don't know, you love the outfit you're wearing and you, you're here for a reason and you're converting people and you're teaching them and you're passionate and, and I know you have the knowledge. I feel like I would indeed be complete, it would be different for me. I think I would, I would see that completely differently. Well, well, if you could put yourself in the shoes of a guy who knows nothing about you or your brand. Yeah. Because the guy potentially will come over to the brand and speak to you. Yep. Really, if I had a girl next to me who didn't know much, but she was very beautiful, and I think that he would quickly understand that he, she doesn't know enough, and actually he'd come over to the booth because he actually does need information because he needs to go and like fulfill his tasks at work or whatever and make connections. So then he will quickly move on to the other booth, babe, a.k.a. me in the, me in the bikini, um, who knows stuff about crypto. So it's like, like it, it goes back to the whole booth, babe thing. Like, it shouldn't be completely banned and we, we shouldn't judge people straight away until we've talked to them, I guess. Like these booze girls that we're yeah. speaking about, they may, may or may not know anything about crypto. In most cases, they don't. But the question is not about their knowledge. Like I, I understand that's the point that you've been making. You were trying to say, okay, but what happens if she knows a bit about crypto? That's not... I don't think we should think about those girls and be like, oh yeah, they need to have a test and then we can police the event and then, you know... <laughs> If you score, you know, nine out of 10 on the Satoshi test, whatever, then you're good to go. You can be on a booth. I think the responsibility doesn't lie with these girls for so on. Why? Yeah. It's not about that. It's not, it's not the businesses who are hiring these professional girls who are doing their job. Like, it's not about that. Like, it's, it's about the business to portray themselves like that. And, it's a, and they're like, I can only talk from my experience at BC.com, but like, when we participated in events and we were at, at conferences, like it was important for us that our team was there and that we had knowledgeable people, that we had people from uh, our finance department. We also had our support. We had our marketing. Like we were there and we knew the product and we wanted to onboard people to our wallet and we wanted to make sure that the people who were being onboarded had a nice time, learned, and were able to have uh, you know, proper uh, value out of their interaction with us. And next door was like, you know, a booth stand and there was no one there as well. So booth babes are supposedly supposed to attract more customers and clients. But in the end, people can also be turned off and see that as just yep. a marketing stunt yeah. and are not going to stop because they think, oh gosh, it's just pretty girls. So yeah, whatever. And I'm not doubting, doubting that these girls might have great insight and knowledge, but the moment you dress up in a certain way as a woman, you do lose, people stop listening to you. They just look at you. So why would anything that comes out of your mouth 
make sense. Like, why would that be valuable if you're there and you're just being super it's sexy? A time. It's a waste of time. Like, I go to a conference. I don't like going to conferences. I go mm -hmm. because it's part of the job and I need, like, you just need to grow your, your contacts. And sometimes there's good speakers on. So you go, you know the program, you know what you need to do, you know the, the people you need to speak to. And it kind of is just like, oh, if there's like, booth babes there you just can't be bothered it's like okay we'll just sidetrack this business you could have done a good deal with them or you could have made a good contact with them but now nah, i just miss them because actually these i can't be doing with the booth babes they're in the way right now in the way of what i need for me it's a turn off for me yeah. it's a turn off like because there's so many at these blockchain yeah. crypto, there's so yeah. much people to talk to there's already so many things to do and see and learn why would you stop to just talk to yeah. pretty girls you can do that any day we're not better off fun guys <laughs> <laughs> well it's that and and maybe to um to add just a little bit of salt maybe the booth babes themselves get a chance to be exposed to something <laughs> they've never even heard of and also yeah okay you can say that they can <laughs> Sure. We, we are we are actually getting yes. in the crypto world. <laughs> I'm, I'm the civil rights, I'm the Martin Luther King of booth babes. I'm trying to push their rights forward. Um, but uh, I, I have to admit, I, I do like the, uh, the proliferation of booth babes and having a, a, a total war of how literate each one is and giving them tests. Life. I love it. I will, I will be on the doll this time. I, I will test them all. <laughs> more beautiful the better okay <laughs> you know and an enterprising podcast or video person that's looking for content could go up to those booth babes and just you know and poll them and do exactly the opposite of what the company was trying to do uh yeah. you could just go up and and really? say hey so how do i download uh, you know i i don't know here's a flyer get out of my face you know what i mean yeah. um so it's, i anyway well for marketing nah. Well, very good. Um, first <laughs> off, you guys have had a very long, long day, both of you. Um, I'm just starting mine here in, in the United States, and uh, Emily is in Saigon, and Eleanor is in Amsterdam. Uh, so they have had full days, full working days. I told them I'd keep them on for just a little bit, and I've, I've, I've kept them on way, way, way too long. Um, thanks. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for, I learned a ton. Thanks for a great discussion. My pleasure. My pleasure also. Thank you so much, Kelso.